Welcome to our PD. This is Saratoga Beth. We are learning Bhakti Lagani. Um, the year is Tuxin Membase, 1982. Um, and we're in the second half. We're in Ice Dalad. And here, um, until now, we've been, well, we've been talking about, um, Hashem is fighting a war, etc. and he squanders and he'll open up all the treasures. This is a classical idea in Bhakti Lagani. In order to win the war. Now we're in Oistal. Just here, the, the Rebbe is saying that Bhakti Lagani had 20 chapters, and therefore, after he finished going through one chapter per year for 20 years, um, finished the cycle, and then in Tashin, I guess Tashin Mem, or Mem Aleph, actually Mem Aleph, the cycle began again. So Tavshin Membeis is the second cycle. What I just said, after finishing for over 20 years, learning one chapter per, per year, therefore 20 chapters, now it's the second cycle. So now, uh, um, now we're talking about double. Interesting. So here, now the Rebbe is switching from speaking about the theme of Bhakti Lagani to speaking about when we're learning it. And he's saying, we're learning it at that point in Tashin Mem's days. And remember, the Mem's were the years of the most revolutionary years, probably. The years of we want Mashiach now and Mashpiyam and, 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 uh, Dida Natsach and, um, um, the Hashem and four cups of wine and um, I'm thinking all the all the other things, the real introduction of the oh Shem and Mrs. B'nai Nayak and Sefer Torah and um, real focus on Mashiach and upgrade um, on Mashiach Dida Natsach um, um, the Rebbe announced that the buttons have now been polished and all, uh, and we stand ready for Mashiach. A very, a decade of absolute revolution. So in this decade, in Tavshin Membeis, fairly at the beginning, and uh, at the beginning of the decade, the Rebbe is saying, we are now doing, we're now learning Basi Lagani for the second time. So second base, it's it, it Tavshin, the Perik Yud base, so it's Double base. We did base already. And now we're doing base the second time. I'm sorry, yud base. So we're doing yud base the second time, which is oisius chulis. We're talking about double, it's base cuffing. Oisius chulis has shaykhum So when you're talking about something double, it's kind of learning the whole basilagami is now it's doubled. That has to do with geula. Then you know, um, so Geula is the treasure that's above. Based on the idea of the Mimer in Tikkuni Zayar about Orin Saif. Orin Saif is higher than Adin Kate. Okay, so when we're talking about Geula and the treasures, of Geula and the double. I think the reference here is the double means you go up, 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 up as high as is possible to go. 
and there's no higher than that. And you go down, 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 as low as possible to go, and there's no lower than that. So it's a double expansion. And Geula is about a double expansion. Right to the top and right to the bottom. Now, what is the treasure? The treasures are those things. The treasures are what we're being given to, um, at, at, we're being given in order to fight the war. So these treasures are the things above. These treasures, Lamaila. Um, that's the level of up, 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 higher, 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 infinitely. That's what we're going to speak about in the rest of the Mimer. How infinitely high we can go. Well, infinitely. But these treasures, these heavenly treasures that have no limit, that we are being given in order to win the war, it's going to be spoken about in the rest of the Mimer, in order to understand what they are. You know, because you can look at something and you don't know what you're looking at. In fact, probably that's what happens all the time. I would say from a Gullahs and Geula perspective, we will, we look at things in the world, you know, oh, here's my, let's say somebody who, okay, a, a good example. Can I borrow your phone? Okay, here's my phone. Now, quite honestly, Anybody who calls it a phone is not really looking. That is, that is not a telephone. It's a computer that you can actually use to make phone calls as well. So it's funny that somebody doesn't say, oh, can I borrow your computer for a minute to make a phone call? Because it's more accurate. It is not a phone. It's a computer that you can make phone calls on as well. So we look at it. We don't realize what we're looking at. And somebody who really, I mean, most of us, you know, you buy the more sophisticated junk, you know, nonsense, iPhone, whatever they're up to, 14. You think it, who, except for the, the, the geeks, they have no idea what it's all about. You know, somebody says, you know, you can do this, 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 and this. I mean, I certainly experienced that with my phone. I have no idea about a million things that it's actually useful for that I, I don't know what I'm looking at. So in order to know what we're looking at, when we're looking at the treasure above that's being given to us, how are you going to find out what it really is? You need to have visibility of it. You need to have an understanding of it. So in order to do that, you have to know how low the low, the lowest world are and can be in order to appreciate the treasure. Ding, 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 ding. Here we are. If we wondered, oh my, it's really getting dark in the world. Why is Hashem making it so dark? Well, here, I guess we need to underline this. This is probably the Chiddush of this, uh, of the Mimer for this year. When we say that when you learn Basilagani, you find out what the year is going to be about, um, This is one of them. You know, we really do have that question. Hashem, why uh, so much corruption in front of our eyes and suppression and media corruption and wherever you look, it's corrupt. 
Why? Well, here we go. In order to understand what the Eitzer is, we are, we are used to the idea. We've been learning since 1951, since 1950, since Tafshin Yud. I mean, whoever's been learning Bati Lagani since Tafshin Yud is familiar with the concept that in order to win the war, the king opens up all the treasure chests that normally can, are not used for anything, but they're just there as an expression of the Malchus. And uh, there comes a moment when the... And no one, of course, can see them because it's a concealed, very chemistic expression of the Malchus. And in order for the king to win the war, he makes a decision to actually use the treasures, which are not for use. It's like the Hanukkah candles. They're not for use. Now, like, can you move the Menaira a little closer over here because I... I I can't read this jar, this label on the jar. Or you can't bring, you can't bring, um, you know, you have a jar of, I don't know, something or a package of uh, soy crackers and you want to see what the ingredients are. You cannot walk over to the Menaira and, and look through the light of the Menaira with the light of the Menaira to use it for light to read the ingredients on the soy crackers. Can't do that. Neither are you allowed to use that light, nor can you. It's not usable light. So, in the same way, that light is probably, probably, possibly connected to these treasures that the king then accesses that can't be used. And he brings them out to use them. Well, that's strange. And not only does he bring them out to use them, he actually just gives them out very, what looks wantonly, very freely to people that don't seem uh, deserving of them. And and yet, so we're all familiar with this concept. What we're not familiar with is how do you know when you're seeing those treasures and getting those treasures and being given them in a squandered way what they really are? You're not going to appreciate them or understand them unless you know how low the opposite end is. The stay levayer gadol inyan va'ilus shel aiter. Levayer tchila gadol amayla va'ilus shel inyan lamata mata adin case. You have to low how know how low low can be. So remember, so really that is the crisis that everybody's facing today, and the world is sort of divided into half. Half of the people are saying. There's a lot of corruption in the world, and the people that you never believed would could be corrupt are corrupt. And the systems that you never believed could be corrupt are corrupt. The darkness is much thicker than you think. You can't trust almost anybody or anything at this point because the darkness has creeped in everywhere. And therefore, I would say that the, the world is divided into half. Half the people say, I don't like it, but I, okay. And there's, there's a purpose to it. And here's the purpose. I'll, I'll go into it in a minute more. But the other half of the people in the world say, I, 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 I don't have the vessels to, to I, I, I don't want to believe that there can be so much corruption in the world. And so I'm going to pretend that there isn't. And if any of you speak about it, I will suppress you. 
and I will try to shut you down because I don't want to hear about it because I feel safer thinking that it's a sweet world. And when we come to a point in history where it becomes revealed that it's not a sweet world, half the population cannot deal with an unsweet world, and so they just go into denial. And the other half of the people say, I don't like it, but I get it that it's a very unsweet world. It's a very, at the world has reached a point of very great evil. Now, how, how can we sustain such an, uh, uh, an understanding that the world has reached a point of very great evil? Because here we know why. In order for the world to understand the treasures that it's being given by the king to win the war, we need to actually taste and appreciate the depth that evil can go to, as if the Holocaust weren't enough. And it looks like lots of people, it's not that people are okay with the Holocaust as long as it's in the, in the past. If it's in the present, they can't go there. But here we know something deeper. Appreciating the darkness and, and, and looking at it and, and calling it what it is gives us an ability to understand what the treasure is, what the light is. When you say, the and from that we we start to understand from appreciating the darkness. It's not appreciate. I love it, but for being able to deal with the darkness and looking at it and saying, "Yes, this is evil. Yes, they are evil. Yes, they are doing evil. Yes, the evil evil is more." <laughs> more pervasive than I could have imagined, by being willing to go there, now we will be able to understand the Indian, how high and how lofty the treasure going up can be. If we're willing to go down, 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 and look at it straight in the face, look at the bottom of the pit, and look at it straight in the face. Look at the deep state and the cabal and all that stuff, straight in the face, and not deny that it's happening. It gives us the ability to look the treasure, the heavenly treasures, straight in the face and be able to internalize them. So that's an answer to those people who say, you didn't have no business um, following the news today or wanting to know what's going on in Washington. And there are those who say that. And here, the Rebbe saying, I believe, nope, wrong. Uma Bayer, or insights. So now, now that we know what what do I need to do to appreciate the dark, the light, yes, to be willing to look at the darkness. So what is the light? Or insights. This does not mean or insight does not mean that the light comes from our insights from insights. Doesn't just mean the light comes from insight. Oh wow, that's really that's really amazing light. Where does it come from? Oh, it comes from insight. That's not the meaning here, Ella. So what is the meaning? Or insight? Sure. Or atma insight. The light is insight. The light is infinite. The tamadavar who the fisha or who amar. The reason is because the light is a taste of the source of light. 
The source of light is infinite. The mar is infinite. So when you're looking at the light, which, by the way, is the light that animates the world, you're seeing infinity. When you're looking at your light, because it's a, a piece of, a part of the mar, which is infinite, you, you have access to infinity. The this the light that's animating the world is just a ray. It's just one little ray, but it's not the the law atom. It's not the atom, but mikomakam zomaylasa shumeinamar. But it's it's a ray of what of the source of light. Aha! Now the source of light is infinite, which gives you access to infinity. The liyos. Now there's even it gets even more fun. Now, let's go back. So we're saying this light is just a little, little piece. But it is a piece of what? A real thing. And the, the real thing is infinite. Now, I'll tell you something else about it. The source of light, the mar, is, is in a level, it's pshitus. It's it's very unsophisticated. It's just pure. What it is, is what it is. No junk, no surrounding. Just, it is what it is, what it is. Atmos, the essence of all things, the source of light, is, it is what it is. Looking at it's infinite, and it's a level of pshutas. Now, by the way, those are the two keys. When you're talking about infinity, well, that means nothing stands in the way and everything's possible. Are we talking about pshitas? Something that's unsophisticated. It can be imprinted with anything and go anything. Like a little tiny baby, a newborn baby. Pure, simple. Very impressionable. Very. You can get it in any direction you want. Why do you think Lahabdo, the evil people over there in the Middle East, indoctrinate little kids in kindergarten with their messages, and Lahavdil. Who does the Rebbe have singing, we want Mashiach now, we don't want to wait? Children. They're on the level of pshitas. They're impressionable. And we want to impress them with truth. They don't have blocks. So the ma'or is the same thing. It's like a little baby. Infinite can go in any direction. No block, no sophistication, no junk in the way. We're talking about, and the Mars, ain't like the task of the slings. It's infinite. Infinite, infinite. Like the real, real, real infinite. Full infinite. When you're talking about the infinity of ain't it doesn't have a beginning and an end. It's higher than that. So guess what? The light, which is a piece of, so to speak, a taste of the mar, the source of light, it's also insight. The light in this world that is animating your chair, your shoes, etc., is infinite. Ah. Well, then that changes everything about the way you're capable of living. That's why it's called our insight. The light 
ends up being infinite because it's part of infinity. Um, when I grew up, there was this big, there were these chain supermarkets in Montreal called Steinberg's. I don't have them anymore. Now they have IGA, but Steinberg's. Now, if I'm a Steinberg and I'm part of that family, well, I guess, I guess you know, Baruch Hashem, they were very successful. And I guess, you know, they financially they did very well until, I guess, they closed up and maybe they didn't do well at it. But at that time, the height of the Steinberg Empire, if I was a Steinberg, I was in a good position financially. I'm just one, I'm part of them. I myself might be six years old, a six-year-old Steinberg, but, you know, they have wealth, I have wealth, even if I'm not doing much about it. So the light, so the Mahler, the source of light has wealth, infinite light, infinity, so does the light. And the light, so the light in itself becomes insight. Limitless. In this world, in your life, all the possibilities in your life, insight, limitless. Just by definition. So now, what is our insight? That's our insight up going higher and higher and higher and higher. Now, what is the meaning of our insight lamata ad intachlis? What is the meaning of our insight down, 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 down without any tachlis? What does that mean? Who? That means how low can the light go? We know how high the light can go, infinite. How low can it go? Washington, I guess. Pfizer, plus plus, you know, how low can it go? Who? Shagam kafisha nimshach lamata mata. It means that as the light comes down, 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 we're looking at the same sight. It's same sight. So the godly light is coming down, down, down to infinite places. It means it could just go lower and lower. But there's more to it than that. Vahainu, dinius. Why would Hashem do that? In order for there to be a lower and a higher, in order for there to be a physical world, Hashem has to contract himself. If our insight, our insight is so, our insight, infinite, is not a place for a world because, quite honestly, I'm right, I'm sitting on a chair, and maybe all of you are sitting on chairs. And if I need to get to, um, if I if if I want to get to Washington today, sitting in this chair, just continuing to sit in this chair and saying, "Well, my chair will take me to Washington," not so likely. It's a chair, actually. I mean, they could just pick me up in my chair, put me in a, a in the back of a big van, and just drive me there. But the chair itself, and say, "Chair." Take me to Washington. I have to talk to whoever there is left to talk to. <laughs> right? The chair has limitations. Because Simpson, for there to be a world Hashem has to contract and make everything limited. You want to tell me my chair is unlimited or limited? It's limited. But it comes from the it comes from the Mar, which is unlimited. So I'm seeing the sitting on this limited chair. That in truth is unlimited. And the way that the light comes down lower and lower and lower, 
it's still aim sight, infinite and believable, no limitations, as it's going lower and lower and lower and lower. Hmm. Maybe that means, I can't say for sure, when you're looking at the real awful, horrible corruption that we only know a fraction of what's really going on, you're looking straight at Orient Sight League Vol, but in an incredibly contracted form. Maybe. I can't promise I'm right about that, but that's what I think. Ask your local rabbi. As it says in the Mimer, the Mimer being um, in the original Parrot Yud base, chapter 11 of the Friedrich Rebbe's Mimer. Friedrich Rebbe discusses it a lot. And even more. At the beginning of the whole Basi Lagani, 20 chapters, now, what is a main point that the Friedrich Rebbe was saying at the very beginning of Basi Lagani, of the 20 chapter Basi Lagani, is the following points. The Fidig Rebbe makes a point, a very powerful point, at the beginning of his Bhakti Lagani, which he prepared for learning for Yud Shvat, Tafshin Yud, on Shabbos, accept that, not accept that, and together with that, did not tell anybody that he was going to be passing away at 7.30 in the morning or something like that, that Shabbos morning. That's a whole other piece of the puzzle. Whatever that's all about, and maybe we'll learn in the Sikha sometime what the Rebbe says about that. But the, one of the main points that the Friedrich Rebbe makes in Basi Lugani at the very beginning is that it comes from our actions. Whatever's going to happen, it's us creating now. Where? In the worlds that are created through the contraction. You know, these messy, ugly worlds. What we do in these messy, ugly worlds now determines everything. In these very, very ugly, corrupt, despicable places in reality, how we handle it has everything to do with how it's going to turn out. And what is going to turn out if we do our job right? It becomes a, a gun, a garden, a place of great delight. It becomes a place of great delight for the very essence of Hashem. Imagine Hashem saying, I love it over here. Oh, really? You love it in Washington? Hashem, you probably don't want to even go into Washington. Hashem says, I made Washington like this. <laughs> but Hashem is so bad, it's so evil. I know, I did that. Why? Well, I want to feel cozy and warm and have delight in that place. Oh, Shem, wow, you've got a very interesting creative way of doing things. So this gun, this garden that Hashem is pushing for us to create in this very low, very, very low depraved world and very corrupt world, this garden, Gnuni, is actually higher than our insights. We're almost at the end of this. And what's that all about? The Arizo says in a time at the beginning, 
and also brought in other places. What does it say? At the very beginning of time, in the beginning, what was there? Or in sight? Where was it? It filled the empty space that Hashem created after He withdrew His presence. And therefore, if Arin Saif was filling the empty space, then it wasn't an empty space, was it? It was a, it was a full space. And because Hashem filled up that whole empty space, it was not an empty space, it was actually a full space. There was no place left. It was full, 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 full. You know, full, like no standing room. And there was no place for Amidas Islamists for standing the world in that place because it was full. So Hashem had to contract himself. Why? And the light. In order that Hashem should be able to bring a kav, a line, a beam of light of his beinghood, short, a beam, a beam that is short and contracted. And Hashem said, I'm filling the whole space. I'm going to pull out. I need to make just enough room to, to send a short and contracted beam of light into there. It's packed up. There's no room. I know because right now they're working on my shower and they're, in order to make room for the sister beams, they're getting rid of all the, the, the plaster, not plaster, cement on either side. Otherwise, there's no room. It's exactly happening in my house right now. There's no room to put sister beams on the side unless we get rid of the stuff that's there now. So I'm watching the cement fall into my dining room. Baruch Hashem. So that's what Hashem was saying. It's full. The place is full. There's no place to put anything. So we're going to pull, I'm going to pull myself out somewhat, so to speak. Not really, but so to speak. And make enough room to inject a short and contracted beam of beam of light of myself. And therefore and then what happens, And then the whole world can come into being. Down to the lowest, 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 there will be place to put it. The And why do I want to put it there? Because that's where I want my garden. I need to make some room for my garden to grow in the very ugly, dark, depraved place. And there, we bring out the union of Gnuni, my delight, my garden of delight. And that's where, in my garden of delight, in this very, very low, disgusting world, that's where Atmos my very essence, will reside.